Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm so glad you're here today. Today, my guest is Lisa Raggio, and Lisa is the co-owner of One True North with her brother, Paul, and they provide leadership and business coaching to organizations, nonprofits, and individuals who are small business owners as well. They started this business about a year ago, and prior to that, Lisa has had numerous experience in nonprofit work, as well as working in corporations for Disney and Nestle. She really has a wealth of business knowledge that she brings to the table. But the primary reason why I'm having Lisa on today is because she is, I'm proud to say, a founding member of the Leadership Lab. So this is our 12-week group coaching experience for women. We cap it at about 15 participants um, to keep the group small and intimate. And Lisa was one of the first participants through the group. And I'm so excited to have her on today talking about her experience and what she not only experienced in the leadership lab, but what she's put into action in her life and her business because of what she learned and discovered about herself while she was in the leadership lab. So if you are interested after you listen to Lisa's story about joining the leadership lab, we have two new groups starting in September. We have one starting on September 14th, which starts at 5 to 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. And then our second group starts on Thursday, September 17th from 11 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Pacific time. So those will be two separate groups and they go 12 weeks in duration. And like I said, we cap it at, you know, somewhere between 12 to 15 women, depending on the group. And it really provides an amazing opportunity for you to get clear on building your awareness, building clarity and taking action. And you'll hear me talk more about it in the actual interview with Lisa. And if you're interested, please go to www.womenleadingpowerfully.com. You'll see our landing page there, and you can apply for one of the two cohorts coming up in September. We really hope you apply. We hope to have a 30-minute conversation with you. If you have any questions at all, you can also, on the landing page, schedule a time to talk to us to get more information. So without further ado, I introduce you to one of our founding members of the Leadership Lab, Lisa Raggio. Thanks so much. Welcome to the Lead Your Life podcast. I'm your host, Natalie Barron. I'm obsessed with helping people feel more connected to themselves, the people they love, their work, and their purpose. I'm a leadership coach, speaker, self-improvement junkie, wife, mom of two teenagers, and 30-year corporate career woman turned entrepreneur. This podcast will give you the tools, insights, and real honest conversations that will help you lead your life so you can love your life. Let's dive in. Lisa, I am so excited to have you today here talking about your experience in the Leadership Lab. So thank you so much for spending time on this Saturday with me. I really appreciate it. It is my pleasure. It's a delight to be with you. And uh, I'm so happy to talk about the Leadership Lab. So oh, I'm so excited. You. Absolutely. Thanks, Lisa. So I would love for you just to share a little bit about your career history, what you've been up to. You have so much experience in business and volunteer work. 
and uh, nonprofit work. And so I would love for you just to kind of give a little bit of background about yourself um, and we'll go from there. Great. Well, thank you so much, Natalie. Uh, I am co-owner of One True North Business and Leadership Coaching Solutions out of Santa Cruz Valley. And my brother and I are partners in that business. And we launched that about a year ago. And we're very excited to be a part of that business and offer leadership development and programming in our community, as well as business coaching. And I also consult with nonprofits. So the one that I consult with now is the Firefighter Cancer Support Network. And I've been with them for four years. They're a national nonprofit. And uh, I can't think of a time where I'd want to be a part of supporting their mission more than ever. You know, in California, as you know, Natalie, what it is that we're enduring with the fires and have been for several years. Um, mm. And not many people know that the, the primary threat for firefighters is cancer. And so now we are having our first responders and firefighters uh, battle not only the fires, not only the threat of COVID, but also cancer. And so I'm proud of that work. Uh, and then for 20 years, I have uh, been a nonprofit executive management in some form or fashion in regards to mental health, uh, the YWCA, Habitat for Humanity. And then prior to that, I was with Nestle and Disney and uh, had a heck of a lot of fun and learned a lot because when I spent my time there about that decade, it's when total quality management was coming into the corporations and they were teaching us a lot of strategic tools that have come in very handy in my work through the years. Uh, so I, um, I feel very fulfilled. I, I do volunteer a lot and I'm happy to do so. Our parents instilled in us uh, to serve in our community if we have a, an ability and an opportunity that it is our duty to serve. So I'm happy to um, be a part of many things that uh, help other people. Yeah, and that's actually where you and I met is we met um, at Leadership Pasadena where you volunteer to help veterans re-enter the workforce. And um, we met a couple of years ago now, which is hard to believe. Mm -hmm. But you know what I love, Lisa, about your background is it's, um, it's really comprehensive. So you have the corporate experience, you have the nonprofit experience, and now you have your own entrepreneurial experience with your brother of launching a business. And so you really have this really well-rounded background and experience in business. And it's been such a pleasure to have you in the, in the Leadership Lab because of that, because you bring so much to the table. So I would love to kind of jump in and ask you, what made you sign up for the Leadership Lab? Well, I realized that in the last year, and it, it, it was a great year in regards to growth and progress and major steps forward in new directions. Uh, but COVID came and I was a part of starting in our area, uh, women empowering women in leadership, an opportunity to first look at workshops that could really benefit women who were striving to enhance their leadership and then have that go into a program. And I was really inspired by the thought of years ago, as you mentioned, my work with veterans, and I'm really proud to have been a part of great work that's developed for our military. Uh, I was a part of the YWCA and created a focus on female veterans initiative. And still to this day, in fact, what I'm looking at right now above my uh, computer is a picture of a female veteran in World War II. 
And uh, I have always been very inspired by our military women. And I was able to build programming for them and military to civilian leadership transition. And when those women came together and we were a part of leadership groups, um, I learned so much of um, what leadership really means and the power of community and how women, when they present their best selves, truly could change the world in the best of ways. And so I was hungry, I think, for support. I was hungry for community. And when you presented the opportunity, I thought I was also in a position that I was ready to ask for help in my own journey of leadership and accept being mentored and coached by other women. Mm, I love that. And, you know, I love your work specifically around women leaders in the military, because obviously I think they're few and far between. That work is so powerful and so needed. And I just wanted to thank you for your service to to the women veterans and to the women in leadership for in our military, because like I said, I think it's it's so needed. So when you said yes to the leadership lab, I'm curious to know now, actually, now that you're we're ending our last week, and we are all complete with the program. I'm curious to know what you thought it was when you signed up. And then we'll talk about what you actually experienced through the Leadership Lab. Looking back now, I thought it was going to be more singular to group coaching on a weekly basis and having meaningful conversations and peer support. What I didn't know is the extensive and substantive home fun. (laughs) That's that's what I call it. Home fun that really was so meaningful to me in regards to the prompts that were given on a weekly basis. Um, You know, I, I had mentioned this maybe halfway through. I said, if you do the work in this program, you can't help but progress and grow. You can't help it. You would work, you would have to work really hard to not grow <laughs> if you weren't accepting the invitation that you and Lori were presenting. Uh, so to have the weekly uh, home fun that you presented, and then I wasn't expecting, and it was such a, I think, a, two, two other things. Number one, I became keenly aware a few weeks into it that there really had to be a lot of work involved to have the synergy that was created so quickly. And I thought mm. that doesn't, I've, I've worked with groups and I've done that since 2012. That does not come um, easily and it doesn't come without some good thought. And, and from my experience in the past where I just put people together and I went, oh, looking back, it would have been better to <laughs> think about, you know, their backgrounds, who's a good fit with the other people. And so I became really aware of the work that you and Lori did because there was synergy from the first meeting. I, I didn't expect that. I didn't expect it to be so intimate from the first meeting. And then the design that you had in regards to the um, the pods. So not only did we have an opportunity on a weekly basis to be sharing in our groups and have peer support and give feedback in regards to the home fund that we had been doing, but then also the pods um, that were incrementalized in that uh, made that it enhanced it with it being more meaningful to get to know other group members along the way on their journey and finding out more and helping each other 
with, you know, direct feedback of what we could do with each other to help. Yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up. And just for context, for those that are listening that maybe aren't familiar with the Leadership Lab, it's a 12-week program for 12 to 15 women. We cap it at 15, no more than 15, because of exactly what you're talking about. It is for a small, intimate group of women to come together and to grow together and to build community together And each person comes in with their own personal individual goals for the program. But I think what's so powerful about that is the unexpected connections and intimacy that is created, again, that you were talking about, not only in the group coaching sessions, but also the sharing pods. And so what happens is, is like you were saying, there's 12 weeks and the curriculum is given out prior to the group coaching call. And that's really your personal time to reflect, to do the work, and to really dive into the different aspects of the journey. And there's three pillars to the program. The first is all around awareness. The second one is all around getting clarity about your vision, your big plans, and your dreams for your life. And then the third pillar is really about um, taking action. And really putting all of, you know, now that you've had the awareness to clear the roadblocks out of the way, you've gotten clarity on what you want and why you want it and why it's important to you. And then that third pillar is all around taking action. And so there's 12 weeks of individualized work where you're coming together and doing the group coaching. But in addition to that, we have created these sharing pods. And so every two weeks, you're paired with a new group of three to four women in the in the cohort and you guys meet on your own we say for a minimum of 30 minutes um most of the groups have been meeting for longer as we understand but you know somewhere between 30 minutes to an hour you have a meeting that you schedule with these three women three to four women and um quite frankly when we designed it we really wanted to create that more of an intimate connection for you guys but we had no idea the power of those pods. And it's so it's been so interesting because in our coaching calls, in our group coaching calls, I think every call someone is referring, well, I learned this in my pod and I connected with so-and-so in the pod and she shared with me this idea or this provoked me to think about something new. And so that's been a really powerful experience for you guys. It really has. And I have to say, I am so proud to be a founding member. I, I mean, yes, you know, you it are. really... It exceeded my expectations for sure. And I really realized a few weeks into it, what a blessing and how it hit me. You know, so many things in life, it's about timing. And so I think because I was at a place in which I really uh, was open to getting support and help, which is, you know, another thing that the other thing that we find out as uh, women together in in striving to enhance our leadership is we have, you know, 90% in common. There's a lot of things we talk about. And one of them is that we don't want to ask for help. We're used to giving help. We're used to being a support mechanism for other people. Um, But it's hard for us to accept the help. And then once you do, though, you can really see the benefit and the changes that it starts to make. Yeah, so perfect. Thank you for sharing that, Lisa. And so you got into the program. And what was your personal goal? What did you want to walk away with? I know we have a kickoff call before each member starts into the program. 
And so I'm curious if you can kind of reflect back 12 to 13 weeks ago, what was your personal goal that you wanted to walk away with from the program? I I think number one was to build my confidence in regards to the new hat I'm wearing. Um, You know, as you mentioned Natalie, I'm really humbled and grateful that I've worn many hats in my life from corporate to nonprofit to consultant uh, and now being a business owner. And I've never been a business owner before. And so it was an opportunity for me to get support. And, you know, I went through, I've gone through my own phases of feeling vulnerable and thinking that we have to know everything and knowing that we don't know everything. And so building my confidence was a part of that and having the support to enhance my confidence. And then the other thing that I can articulate now that I probably didn't have the words for when I first started, and it came from the prompts from the group and you and Lori asking questions. I think I wanted to uh, have support and people hold me accountable for living my priorities. Mm. I think a lot of us, you know, we've mentioned this in our, in our groups that, I've said yes to a lot of opportunities. I've said yes a lot more times than no. And on one side of that, it's been really great. I think that I've learned a lot and I've grown a lot as a leader. And a part of me um, has also always tried to, how do I, how do I live that priority of being a mother and something that's so near and dear to my heart and my children and my family and feeling that that had been out of balance for a long time. And I think I wanted there to be an opportunity to live my priorities in action rather than just say that they are my priority. And that's been really helpful. Yeah. I know, I know that's been a big part, a big part of your journey specifically. And so I would love for you to, if you don't mind. Um, I would love for you to kind of to dive in about, tell us about the woman that signed up for the program and then tell us how she's changed at the end of 12 weeks. So I think I came into it allowing myself to be vulnerable. And for me, that's hard. So I allowed myself to be vulnerable. And I have to say, if, if the group dynamics hadn't been the way they were, I'm not sure if I would have offered up and opened up as much, but I think it was very early on. And I think the rest of us would agree. There was an understanding. Um, we, we hit trust like at the end of the first session. Uh, it was mm-hmm. just, it was unique and neat. Um, and so I think because of that trust, it was a mechanism for me to flex my muscle in some areas of enhancing my confidence and you know, I think if I'm being fully transparent, there could be other people who would hear this and see this and think, wait a minute, I don't think that you've ever had a problem with confidence. I've seen the work that you do and I know who you work with. I don't think that's a challenge for you. So what I realized is it's one thing to be, you know, on the surface that you're pulling it off. And it's another thing for you to be congruent holistically. And by that, I mean, full circle with you feeling that you're growing in your confidence. And you know, a big thing I learned, it's so simple, but it really hit me is confidence is a habit, not a trait. It's something you can work on and you can develop like muscle and you can grow into. So I think I've become more confident. I think I've become more clear. 
I think, as you know, and I expressed to the group, there was a pivot I had in which I shared with you that I became very open with my family and my closest friends saying, I haven't done a good job of being congruent in my priorities. And I'm letting you know that I am going to be acting that and living that. And I want you to hold me accountable if I'm not. And had some great conversations with my family and called myself out, out on it. So uh, it, it is, it's empowering and it's liberating to be living your priorities. And then the third thing that, that came to me in recent weeks, I see what you're saying in regards to almost like breaking it down to a third, a third, a third. Cause I can see in the last third where I, I even think it was like session nine. If I remember it right. Cause I took notes during all of our group sessions and I remember really feeling what I was able to articulate this last week. I think thriving and that's where I want to be. And I, I am, but I want to enhance is when you are consistently maximizing your potential. And I remember on one of those calls that I hit a moment in the prompts that you, you or Lori had said, and I thought, I have not maximized my potential. And mm. I want, and I, and two things, I haven't maximized it. I want to, and I now know that I can if I do the right work. And I really haven't let go of that thought that I really do want to maximize my potential. But that also means like with our business, One True North, I want to maximize the potential of the business that we're building because I can see the impact. I'm cause driven, I'm impact driven. And when I maximize my potential, I maximize the potential of the work I do, of the business that I have, of the people that I can help. And we're all on this journey together. So that's become at the forefront now is I just have this vision, a personal vision for myself. And that transforms into the business that I do, you know, and One True North and the work that we do, what we're inspired by is to work with business owners and organizational leaders to find and discover their One True North. What is their North Star? And in the times that we've been in, which are unprecedented, crises mm -hmm. back to back, I have seen what I know to be true in the past from experience and from studies and research that when we are clear on our vision and the more detailed we are on the goals and objectives we set to get there, the more likely we will achieve it. And the other thing is, you know, I'm, I work in business coaching, but it's, it's like all of us, we may do the work that we do, but do we accept that work, right? So I had a big mm -hmm. pivot this year and I started to say yes for me to be mentored, me to be coached. And I'm seeing the difference that it's making. Um, and I know that that then spills onto, in a positive way, the people that we work with and serve. Yeah. Uh, you touch on so many uh, great things to kind of unpack here. And uh, one is, I'll never forget that quote that you said I, I wrote it down and I saved it in my files and, you know, that thriving is really maximizing your potential. And I'll add to that consistently because I think there's times, right, that we're in the flow and we're maximizing our potential and then we get stuck into a rut where we're self-sacrificing and we're not taking care of ourselves. Yeah. 
But I really saw that blossom for you throughout this entire program. And it was so amazing to watch. And like you said, I mean, you got into this to help you with confidence and more business goals, right? But, and I'll never forget also you sharing this amazing conversation. Like it it gets me choked up just even talking about it. This amazing conversation you had with your daughters Mm -hmm. because of what you were learning in the program. It was so powerful. It was so intimate. And I'll, I'll literally never forget you sharing that because it created such a deep connection and such a deep ownership of the learning. And you really, you were someone, I mean, all the women did, but you really took the learning and you took it seriously. You did the work and you really integrated it into your life, into your business. and. It was so fulfilling for Lori and I to, to watch that and to witness that and to and to quite honestly see you, you were always open in the beginning of the program, but just to really see you open up more and more and more as the program went on. And, and you talked about, and I just want to circle back to it because um, you brought it up, two points I want to make for those that are listening that are potentially interested in the program. One is we carefully curate the women in the program, like you said. We were very purposeful about getting women from different industries, different ages, kids, no kids, um, different levels in organizations, racial diversity, thought diversity. Um, We really are very much put an emphasis, like, Design-wise, we designed it so people would feel included, people would feel accepted, and we also did a lot of work, a lot of pre-work, Lori and I did, going into the first session around building the expectations of the group and setting norms and expectations for what was expected of the group and also what would would not be tolerated in the group and and then we really opened it up to you guys as well to co-create that environment and i was blown away by you know people just saying look let's dive in deep like let's not waste our time let's get in let's get to the juicy stuff and let's trust each other and you guys in addition to what we had kind of laid out as a foundation you guys added to that and just created, I mean, I literally have goosebumps talking about it right now because you guys just created this instant bond. And we've seen that with the second group as well. And so it's been really a beautiful experience to watch women come together and collaborate and connect so deeply in such a short period of time. These are not regular conversations you're having with anyone at work, maybe even friends. I mean, this is, we create a very, very safe space for people to really open up and talk about their business challenges, their personal challenges, and um, how we can be supportive of that. Yes. Yes. And I applaud you both for doing it. And I know that comes with a lot of experience and um, also a lot of your, just your own education and knowledge in being in this area and being in coaching. And I agree with you, you know, like I said, we, I think we all felt that way. I know the end of that first group, we went, what's happening? 
How could this happen so quickly? And especially with, you know, truth be told, and, and I, I was transparent about this, um, I don't have a natural affinity for overall, in general, a group of women. And I know it sounds funny based upon what I started out with that, you know, female veterans really inspired me when they came together and I was honored to be a part of their leadership discussions. Um, but I, I was raised with brothers. You know, I have best friends who've become sisters. But I had a different experience and I always felt like I kind of missed out on, oh, there was like a school for girls growing up and I just missed it. And so I was in some ways fearful of what will happen with a group of women. Will we, will we be able to, you know, achieve what it is that we set out to do? And, and it became apparent at the very beginning that we were um, uh, this group of women that was going to integrate well. And then, as I told you, I think it was in group session three that I went, oh, and I, I told you and Lori on, on that call, thank you both so much because I know the work involved and you guys must have done a lot of work to design this. Um, and the other thing I want to say, Natalie, because I'm so passionate about it and is what we work with organizational leaders and business owners on is, you know, we, we work with them in regards to first your foundation of making sure that you're clear on your purpose, put purpose first know why you're going to do something or why you're in business, why you're making the choice to work with this nonprofit, what's your why. And then we talk about establishing that vision. But then we also talk about points of culture, your core values. And it's like a compass. You know, the compass is going to guide you in how you are going to go about the rules of the game. And so you may not have published something yet that speaks to, okay, what are the core values of this program? But that was the first thing you did. I mean, one of the first things is we all talked about core values, right? But setting it up, we mm -hmm. made a decision at the beginning to identify the points of culture and then to, so to speak, play by those points of culture, the rules of the game. So mm -hmm. I could see also how yeah. much, I guess the word is in alignment, that the way in which you were designing it resonated with how I go about doing the work that we do, which is at the beginning to say, okay, what is our culture and how will we go about proceeding with the work that we're going to be doing? Yeah. Thank you for acknowledging that. It, it, it is very purposeful. And not only was it in alignment with how you do business and how you show up in the world, we were careful to make sure that it was in alignment with each of the women that joined the group. And so um, I'm so proud of all of the founding members of the Leadership Lab. And um, I'm so glad that you've been a part of it. So I'm curious to know, kind of shifting forward. So now the program has ended. And I'm curious to know, how will you take the learnings that you have learned about yourself, about your business, about moving forward, and how will those affect or change your path moving forward? I think what comes top of mind is that it is a consistent work in progress. It is not ending. There is not going to be where I take the work and now I close it <laughs> and I put it aside. I have to the left of me the workbook that I have been putting together for this uh, leadership lab. And, you know, there's an opportunity to go back and go through and journal more things because it, it is expensive and thorough. And so I think there's always an opportunity to refresh. 
And I think also, Natalie, what I realized at the end was I don't want to stop this. So, you know, it's like other things that we start. You know, it's one thing, there's always the first step, right, to take. And some people say, well, that's the biggest one. That's, you know, is to just move forward and, and say yes and start with that. The second thing is to maintain something. And that means that you have to um, be mindful of continuing to do the work and build that muscle. Because we all know that if we just started to, you know, if we did 12 weeks worth of building our muscles, and then we said, well, I've made that investment of 12 weeks, but (laughs) I'm just going to now, I'm just going to remember. My muscles are going to remember all of that development. That's not how it goes. It, now, you may not yeah. have to work as, you know, developing in the throes in the beginning stages of where you're just really, you know, buckling down and making sure that you're, you're and I'm, I'm relating this all to exercise and, and the few things that I've done and like training for a marathon, you know, you don't wake up and say, I'm going to run a marathon the next day. You, you wake up and say, right. I think I want to do this. I'm going to prepare to do this. And now I'm going to commit to when I'm going to do it. And now I have to back it up with all the training that's involved. And I look now at what I can do to maintain it. So staying involved and engaged in coaching in, in this process, because I've seen the value of it. And I've also realized at the end, if I really want to maximize my potential, it's going to take more than me just reflecting and continuing to journal with the exercises that we've done and thinking about what we said. It's going to be that we stay vigilant and I stay vigilant with having, you know, you and other people hold me accountable and ask good questions um, that make you think about hmm, and share share really good things. Well, when this happened to me, I did this and here's a good resource for you. And it takes a village and it takes a village in leadership. If we want to continue to grow in our leadership, I know I, I've really realized that I've, I've seen the benefit of it and I don't want to let it go. And so I look at, I used to think, well, I, I would get to the end of it. I know I did think that early on, oh, I'm going to hurry up and and I'm going to um, do as much as I can. And <laughs> as, as, you know, intense as I can so that when I walk away, I'll have this 180 shift at the end. And I, at some point I went, that's not how life works. Life works with making the next best decision and then sticking to it and working it out on a regular basis. And so I went, okay, that's, that's what I'm going to continue to do and grow. No, I, I love that you brought that up. And, you know, I, I tell my coaching clients um, all the time, so much of this is about, um, like you said, you know, I think people come into coaching and they're like, oh, I'm going to make this, you know, complete shift in my life. Yes, that can happen. But I also like to remind people that a one degree difference on a plane route from LA to New York gets you in a completely different destination. Yeah. And so it's just making that 1% change, that 10% shift can literally make all the difference in your life and your career. And so I, and I love that you say like, look, I realize that this isn't just a 12 week intensive. I'm doing the work and then I'm done. Right. It, It really is about, you know, just like at the gym. And I love that you equate it to health and wellness because it really is your mental health and wellness, and it's all about your personal development and your personal wellness. 
that it is a continuing journey. I, as a coach, I'm always reading and I'm always learning and I'm always listening to podcasts. And, and I think that's what I love about the women in this group is they're consummate learners. And every single one of you asked, look, we want to continue on this community, which is why we developed, and we'll talk about it at a, in another podcast, but we developed a mastermind that women transition to after this work. It's once a month instead of once a week, but it continues that learning and that growth and, which I love that you brought up, that accountability. Because we don't want to take that 12 weeks and lose the momentum in that 12 weeks to just going back and like sitting on the couch, right? If you equate it to the gym. And we really want to keep, you know, you've built the muscles, like we want to keep them working, which is why we named the mastermind momentum because we want to keep that, we want to keep that momentum. Um, So Lisa, share with us your favorite part of the program. I would love for you to share that with the listeners. One thing or... (laughs) Well, I love that you have a lot of things, but yeah, I mean, one or two things, whatever you choose. I'm going to say discovery is discovering community. If I had to narrow it down to two words, I have been, you know, refreshed in how I was inspired, as I said, with um, learning from female veterans and being in a community in which, like I said, when when there's an opportunity for us to rise to our highest self, it's something that I don't take for granted and I'm very grateful for. And I consider it a big blessing. And then I have so many things I could say. At, so the umbrella for that would be discovery um, because it was, you know, moving for me to see through the different lessons that were so well done, the learning the learning lab, you know, the lab part of it, the videos that were selected, the content, the program curriculum, the prompts, you know, it's a really neat thing when you're, you're reading upon something and then you, you know, you have your aha moments and there was many and you discover something that you didn't know about yourself. And it's a little key that you think, Oh, that's why perhaps I've been stuck here or I've been reluctant or scared but self-discovery is one of the best things that you can be a part of because it it's like you finding it. And I know, and I know because I, I walk in your shoes to some extent, I know that <laughs> the job yeah. of a really good coach is to ask the right questions. And, uh, and I've worked with, you know, I've, I've also been blessed to work with in some form or fashion, working with mental health specialists for, you know, of a good last 20 years. And I have been enlightened by what comes out of that in regards to the power of asking really good questions and having people discover on their own, you know, their stumbling blocks and their pathway forwards. So I think discovery and community have been two of my favorite things in the program. Perfect. So I'm curious to get it in your words. Um, if someone were thinking about signing up for the leadership lab, how would you describe it to them? So you would say the leadership lab offers blank for those that are struggling or looking to accomplish blank. I I would love for you to share that in your own words, because obviously we have our marketing materials, but I think it's so powerful coming from someone who's had the experience. Yes. Oh, I agree. 
You know, I would say the leadership lab is an important opportunity for women to engage in really wanting to enhance themselves personally and professionally. So let me, so there's the top, right? So mm-hmm. I entered into it pro- probably motivated more by what I can be doing to enhance my leadership as a woman in professional areas. That was, you know, the leadership lab was helpful in me on the surface at first to being uh, a conduit for me, enhancing my leadership professionally. And then the leadership lab also informed me that, uh, you know, reminder to me that we are, we are one person. I love organizational development, organizational behavior. And it informs me that, you know, we don't take off our hats. We don't enter into our work and put on a work hat, take it off at five and go home. That's, that's not how it works. And so the leadership lab was helpful for me to get to dig deep and realize my personal why and know that it was much more at a personal level of what I could be doing in my decision-making and to live my priorities. So I would say the leadership lab is something that if you're, if you're struggling in regards to, you know, you feel like you've plateaued in a certain area, you feel like you need support in a certain area, and then you, you've, uh, you're stuck and you don't know how to make your way out, I think the leadership lab presents this opportunity. You have to, I I think it's helpful if you look at it that way, it's an opportunity for you to say yes to. Because I think think a part of the impact is someone being really ready and open to look at it as an opportunity. And and when Mm -hmm. you do look at it that way, then, you know, the leadership lab is for someone who wants to embark upon a journey of self-discovery and know that it's going to be a great return on their investment and a great return on their energy. And I'm a big, I've learned through before I came into my own business with my brother, One True North, and doing consulting, um, I would talk a lot to organizations about sustainability. And for the nonprofit community, and um, I do feel very lucky that I've always worked with an underserved and underprivileged or compromised population. And so I would always say to our nonprofits, you know, you have a huge responsibility. You have to think beyond today. You have to be looking at your long-term impact and sustainability because it is your responsibility to think of those that you serve. You don't want to entice them and inspire and appeal to them as being something that you will fulfill their significant need and yet not be thinking of long-term how you're going to be there for them in the future. And I realized I wasn't looking at that for myself. I was saying that a lot and I meant it wholeheartedly, but I would come home and a lot of times I would say, I don't know if I am looking at my own personal sustainability. So I think a part of the leadership lab is saying yes to the opportunity and considering this from a long-term impact sustainability point of view, because 
if, if you're up for it, you have an opportunity to transform, not be just transactional or transitional, but transform and have that ultimately serve your family, your friends, your faith, your community, and yourself and invest in yourself. And you're going to see it, you know, a hundredfold for what that can do for those that you love. I love that. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing that. And I, I love that. And it's so powerful, um, based on what one of your cohort members said of really creating that ripple. You know, Joan said, really creating that ripple. And that's exactly what you just spoke to. And I'm so, so grateful that you shared that. Um, So as you know, we we really emphasize the women in the group celebrate. So what are you celebrating now for yourself? Oh, boy. Well, uh, what did I actually do to celebrate? Or what am I celebrating? Uh, Both. That would be great. (laughs) (laughs) I took everybody's advice last week and yesterday I, I got a really good bottle of wine. Yay. Um, yeah. So I'll enjoy that this weekend. But I think what I'm celebrating is a greater sense of confidence and a greater sense of self and clarity and feeling that I can maximize my potential. So that's a big celebration for me. I think as we talked about it, one of my grading, greatest learnings not only from me thinking through, but hearing the other women on the call is I realized how much I had compromised by, it's a double-edged sword, you know, like I I expressed before that I said yes to things and I can see how it has enhanced my leadership. And I can also see the power of no and boundary setting. And um, I I celebrate um, developing more muscle in saying no to more things, but yes to the right things and having the things that I say yes to be congruent with my priorities. And, uh, and I really celebrate, I celebrate those things. You know, it's been a, I'm really proud of it and I'm happy for where I am today and what I can grow into. Lisa, that was so beautiful. I think that's a great place to end. I just want to thank you for being a founding member of the Leadership Lab. It has been, I know, my pleasure and Lori's pleasure to serve you and the other women in the group. And it's been uh, such a powerful experience for us as coaches. You know, we build something and we think it's going to have, we think it's going to be this. And it has just, it was so much bigger and and more impactful than we thought it would be. And not because of us, but because of what each of you contributed. And I'm just so grateful for what you guys all came together to create on your own within the group and how everyone really took the program to heart. And I'm just so grateful. So thank you for being here today and sharing it with everyone. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure, and uh, I have nothing but gratitude for you and Lori and what you've designed, and I commend you for it. I respect you for it, and I hope that uh, many more women to come benefit from what it is that we've gained, and will continue to. Thank you, Lisa. All right. On that note, we will call today. Thank you so much. I appreciate you being here. Thank you, Natalie. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. 
Thank you so much for being here today and listening to the Lead Your Life podcast. My invitation to you is that you do one thing today to move toward a more meaningful, fulfilling life for yourself. Today, you have the opportunity to challenge your mindset or have a meaningful conversation or take one action step towards your goals. So what are you waiting for? It would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and leave a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you next week. Until then, don't wait till tomorrow. Be your best self now. Thank you.